Maryland made on three. Maryland made on me. One, two, three. Maryland, Maryland made. Welcome to another episode of the Maryland Made Podcast. The Maryland Made Podcast provides timely, relevant, and practical information to help student athletes and alumni become leaders, develop professional competencies, and be conscious advocates in both their local and global communities. This season, our guests will include current UMD student athlete, alumni, employers, and community stakeholders, all whom share the before, between, and beyond elements of their living story. I am Sydney Strong, the community engagement intern at the Maryland May Unit here at UMD. Joining me today is a special guest, Josh Walker from Team Impact. I'm excited to dive into this conversation as we go before, between, and beyond with Team Impact. Josh, how are you doing today? Thanks, Sydney. I'm doing great. Really, really happy to be here. Um, I'm actually calling in from up in uh, the Boston area. We're ready for our big Team Impact Gala. Um, of which Maryland is one of our sponsors, and we're gonna gonna be hanging out with, with Damon Evans tonight and highlighting some of the work that your student athletes have been doing. So we're really excited about it. Awesome! Glad you're having an awesome day, and you're able to connect with Damon Evans, and uh, excited to hear more about your gala later on. As the community engagement intern, I get to collaborate with Team Impact along with our Team Impact fellows. Team Impact is a very important community partner with UMD Athletics. So now we will hear from Josh Walker about the before of Team Impact. What is Team Impact? So Team Impact is an organization that we we work with children's hospitals and, and community partners around the country to match children with life-altering diagnoses up with college athletic teams. And by putting a team around that child, we're helping them overcome the emotional trauma and some of the psychosocial challenges that come with their diagnosis. A lot of people don't realize, you know, you tend to think of curing a child's cancer, but sometimes what gets lost in that, because obviously first and foremost, you want, you want to cure the, cure the cancer and, and, and heal the child, but you want to make sure you're also treating the whole child. And people don't realize that children with pediatric diagnoses often suffer from a higher rate of depression social isolation. They live a very different childhood than their peers. And so in many cases, you know, they live a life that others can't relate to and vice versa. And and so we want to break down that stigma. We want to, we want to you know, bring student athletes around them to, to help give them the courage and the resiliency. Um, and we also want to teach those student athletes empathy, right? There's there's a lot to be learned, you know, sort of widening the perspective of your, your responsibility as a student athlete. And there's so much that, that they learn from the kids um, who we match on their teams. And so, you know, that in a nutshell is what we do. It's a two-year program. Uh, it's clinically informed. You know, we, we view it as an extension of the clinical care that you would receive in the hospital. So by that, I mean, you know, a hospital can really only treat a child when they're inside the four walls of the hospital. Um, and when they're, when they're out and about in the community and out in their schools, they still need that support. And that's where we come in as an extension of those hospitals. And... Uh, and make them a true part of the team. You know, it's not, it's not just, we like to say it's, it's not a moment, it's a movement, you know, and, and that's because it's not just like coming up and doing the coin toss before a football game. They get to do stuff like that. That's cool. That's fun. They can, but it's, it's all the stuff in between, you know, it's the team dinners, it's, it's bowling nights, it's playing video games, you know, online with their teammates. It's having teammates check in on them on a regular basis to let them know that they're supported. And, 
And they do all of that sort of under the, the guidance of a case manager. We have a, we have a case management team, all um, either master's level social workers or child life specialists that have come from, from children's hospitals around the country who, who walk alongside these relationships as they're, as, they're, as they're taking place and they sort of coach the teams, they coach the kids, and they make sure that, you know, if there are some therapeutic goals that the children need to reach, that, you know, they give the teams some ideas of here's some ways that we can, we can help these, these kids. Here's the way we can help them reach those goals. And, uh, and it's really, that's kind of the differentiator. There's no one taking that kind of care from a clinical sense um, in, in, you know, the, the athletic space the way that we are. And so it's, it's, it's a lot of fun to be a part of. Oh yeah. And I have, I've learned that as well, just from working with you all for, for two months, the, the passion, the energy and what all that you do. And I appreciate you all so much. Could you tell me a little about where it began more as how did you just told us how it came about, but where was the first day Team Impact started? Yeah, so so Team Impact uh, started originally up in the Boston area. There were some some uh, former football players at Tufts University um, who, based on some of their experiences, you know, with um, with kids when they were in school, thought, you know, this is something that we can do um, and make it bigger. And like you know, empower other schools to do do some things and other teams. And so they sort of built this thing, at, you know, up in in the Boston area, and it it caught on because you know what's student athletes and you know I, I was a student athlete once upon a time. It's like I think that you know naturally in this, especially in this day and age where like you know student athletes have a bigger platform than ever. Like they, you know, we all want to do good. And like, there's, you know, this opportunity to bring people into this team experience that I, I know for me was so life defining and, you know, and let, let a child be a part of that and, and help improve that child's life. I think that was something that, you know, just that concept caught on very quickly. Um, and so what, you know, what, what started in Boston quickly grew, we're now in 49 states and, you know, we've worked with over 60,000 student athletes. We've helped, you know, over 2000 kids and their families and, um, you know, we're, we're growing. I don't think there's any, any organization that's probably as, as ingrained into, you know, the NCAA and college sports the way that we are working, you know, with, with schools across the country. Um, and it just started with, the, you know, the power of that idea and student-athletes wanting to give back and people that had, you know, had used their student-athlete experience to go on into the world and, and you know, be successful. And they decided, all right, now it's time for us to give back and, and make this, this really, really uh, special. And so... You know, we're going to be with a couple of those people too. You know, Dan Kraft, um, you know, whose, whose father was the you know the Patriots and Jay Cowan um, were two guys that, that helped start this, and, and we're going to be celebrating with them tonight. And then you know, and then others have sort of joined on and, and been a part of this and, and helped grow it. And then about five, four or five years ago, we made the uh, the switch, sort of the switch to a, a being a clinically informed model, and that's where we started to really take in. You know the the feedback from healthcare providers about how this can not just be like a fun experience where you put kids on a team and like allow them to be supported, but it can actually be a true clinical experience. And that's when I think we kind of jumped levels. And now um, we're just continuing to grow rapidly and and really excited. I just love the passion. I love it. So can you tell us, Josh, how did you end up at Team Impact? 
So I, I uh, was at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, um, and I was working for the, the cancer center there, and that's, that's something you know, that was personal to me. I, I lost a brother to cancer, and so that was something that, like, I wasn't really looking to leave that. You know, I, I um, had an amazing opportunity at an amazing children's hospital and was, was you know, able to be a part of something really cool. And, uh, and I started hearing about Team Impact, and, and, you know, it appealed to me because I was a, I was a student athlete. So I, I was I was a wrestler in college. I went to Penn State. Don't hold that against me. And then we got the whole Big Ten rivalry thing going on. Um, but it, you know, I was I was a wrestler, and, and you know, and it was interesting because my last couple of years in college, I started getting involved. So some of your athletic directors in Maryland, uh, Sue Sue and Mark Sherburn, um, I knew them back in my time at Penn State because they used to be at Penn State and, and worked with them and actually worked really closely with Sue on like the student athlete advisory board and, and you know things like that. And as I got more involved in programs like Maryland Made um, and, and like the things that you're doing, it sort of like clicked that you know I can use my platform to do some some good. And I got more involved in the community. And then after I graduated, I went I went into coaching and, and I coached at the University of Virginia for a couple of years. Um, and then when, when I was you know ready to sort of get out of coaching, um, I sort of fell back on my experience with some of those student athlete development opportunities that I had. And, and I, I started working with the Special Olympics. And that's when it sort of clicked for me. I can do something that I'm really passionate about and like I can make a living and, and help people. And like, this is amazing. Um, then I went into pediatric uh, healthcare and, uh, and you know, eventually was at a couple of children's hospitals and then, you know, ended up at, at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. And so like the pieces were there. I had the student athlete experience, you know, I had the, the coaching experience, I had the healthcare experience. So like I had all the things, but the thing that really, you know, that really solidified it for me was as I was considering the opportunity with Team Impact, um, I went to our social work team at, at CHOP, at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. And I went to some of the social workers and I said, what do you, you know, what do you think about Team Impact? And they said, Josh, they're, they're, we work with tons of foundations. We work with tons of organizations. We want to help as many kids as we can and give them the resources and support that they need. There are very few that we would recommend to you. You should check out Team Impact. They're doing something different. And to hear that from, from people that I respected at the hospital, that was like kind of what, what solidified it. And, you know, it's true. You know, we're, we're, we are doing something that no one has done before. We are bringing the worlds of healthcare and college athletics, two of the most rapidly changing, you know, industries right now, sort of, and and we're bringing them together to help kids in a way that it's just it hasn't hasn't been done. And you know, I had the opportunity to, you know, to be the you know to oversee our, our efforts in the Mid Atlantic, um, which is our fastest growing region, and really the template for how we are. You know, we're, we're in states across the country, but how we're really growing our team and growing our strategy. So we have a mid-Atlantic team that, you know, works, you know, up and down the coast of North Carolina, up up to New York. And, uh, and you know, Maryland has become sort of our, our tentpole partnership, not just in the mid-Atlantic, but I think, for, you know, especially from a Division, division One standpoint around, around the country, just, you know, our first sort of official elevated partnership came with with Maryland last year and, and that's something that we've taken as as a template and shown to others um, but just has been consistently partnering with us throughout the years and has grown alongside us from back before we were like had the clinical model that we do to you know I think we have nine kids matched on camp right now you know so it's um, it's just been phenomenal to to work with 
you know, work with the Terps and to work with other schools up and down the country. But, you know, when you have an example and a program and a commitment like what, you know, Damon Evans and, and the, the whole team at Maryland have made, it makes it easy to, like, go and spread the word because everyone sees what the Terps are doing. And it's been a, a pretty cool uh, example to point Awesome. Go Terps! We are thankful for your partnership with Maryland. I would like to know how does the matching process happen for the teams and the team impact teammates? You know, I'm glad you asked that because I think it's one of the most crucial parts of program because if we don't get the match right, everything else can fall apart. And, and it's you know, it's not as simple, you know, as we obviously want to match as many kids as possible. And we would love to have a kid on every team in Maryland. But that doesn't mean that every team every team is, is ready for a kid or every, or every kid is ready for a specific team. Like, we need to make sure that it's a match that's going to work for both. And so, you know, there's a interview. We, we do an interview process with the family beforehand. We work with the teams to see which teams are interested. Um, and then it's, you know, it's a careful process of uh, assessing the needs of the child and, and saying, okay, here's a team. And is this team, you know, ready to give the support that this particular kid needs? You know, there's this concept um, that you might may hear in healthcare, healthcare circles um, called precision medicine. And precision, precision medicine is that it, it's, it's no longer, you, you don't just give like blanket medicine to all. All, all kids you want to try to treat the precise illness in the precise child um, to meet their needs because every child is different and the more we learn about different illnesses you know the more we can really drill down to like the genomic level of like what makes up these cancers what makes up these different defects or disabilities and so you know we sort of take that same approach it's like we want to get the right team for the right child in the right situation. And so we do the interview process. We do a team training beforehand to make sure the team is prepared. Um, you know, we, you know, we, we establish relationships with, with the administrate administration, um, you know, at each school so that we can like make sure that when we're talking to teams, it's going to be the right time to talk to that team. And like, we try to make sure it's right across the board because the last thing we want is to make a match and then have something happen and that team can't do it and that child feels like they're they're on an island by themselves and they feel like the support's been you know been pulled away and you know and and there there are always things we can account for you know sometimes illness you know sometimes these these are these are kids that that some of them have very serious life-threatening disease you know diseases and you know so that that can sometimes throw a curveball in, into the plans and sometimes things like coaching changes happen or things like, you know, that, and we try to account for as much as we can. Um, but, you know, we, we have a very high um, sort of success rate as we, as we pull our teams and our, our families after afterwards. And, you know, they are, you know, having an overwhelmingly positive experience because we're putting in the time at the beginning to get it right. And so that's, that's kind of how that works. Once the match is made, um, you know, we have a matchup specialist who, you know, make, puts everyone through the process. Then we pass it off to a case manager, um, and then ideally we, we we get some interactions between the team. And then and then before too long, we do a signing day where the child gets to come and actually sign their letter of intent, just like any student athlete would. They get to sign a letter of intent. We do like a little press conference, and every team does it a little differently. It's it's so much fun because no two are the same, and. Uh, you know, and they become a part of the team. Oftentimes they're given a, you know, a team jersey and sometimes they get their own locker and sometimes, 
you know, and, and the idea is like, we want each team to sort of make it their own and customize it for that child. And, uh, and then it's just, you know, regular communication and, and interactions. And thankfully we're getting back to a time where we can start to get some teams and kids together in person. We weren't able to do that for a little while um, during the pandemic. And so it's, uh, you know, that is, that's the process and we celebrate the milestones along the way. And, and then, you know, do like sort of a graduation at, at the end, at the end of the match. And if we do it right, and if, and if it goes, you know, according to the way it should, there's an authentic relationship that's been established that like the, the match might be over. We might be able to bring another kid in match, but that team and that child will have a continued relationship. And we have some that, you know, some relationships that have extended long past the, you know, those multiple years, some of them in Maryland, we have some, you know, I think, I think Finn with the men's lacrosse team and, and Ashland with the women's basketball team were some of our earlier matches uh, that we made. And they, they sort of predated, you know, when we made the switch to the clinical model is when we, we put sort of the two year time frame on it. We didn't used to have a, two, a time frame, So like they've been with their teams much longer than, you know, what, what some other teams have. And, you know, and, and that's because they built an authentic relationship that, you know, has neither the team or the child is ever going to end it because they, they are truly teammates and that's going to continue forever. So that's pretty cool. Okay, Josh, just to follow up on you just mentioning the time frame with the teammate, the new teammate in the teams, when did you all decide to change from the two-year time frame to not even having one at first? Yeah, so I mean, at first, like I said, I think it was just a concept of let's put kids on teams and make it a really positive experience. And, you know, I think that that's a great, great idea. When we started to get more uh, clinical counsel from our hospital partners, and we have a, a national medical advisory board, we have a national athletic advisory board that sort of counsel us. Of you know, so we have like healthcare leaders counseling us on one side. We have uh, athletic directors and, and coaches counseling us on another as we sort of grow and build our strategy. Um, and as we got input from our hospital partners, they suggested that you should have a beginning and an end. It gives you something to celebrate. It gives you milestones to, you know, to celebrate with the child. And that's really important. It's also important that like, uh, you know, unfortunately pediatric illness isn't going away and we have many more kids that we want to place. And so if you have a really good team and a really supportive athletic program, you want to be able to bring more kids into that program as well. And so that's, you know, it was at the advice of our medical partners that we put sort of a beginning and an end and then allow it to sort of continue. And we have sort of, we're working on kind of like what we would call an all-star program uh, for like kids that have sort of graduated, but still remain a part of the team in some way and, and working through that, that process to, to sort of formalize it a little bit more. Um, but that two year switch, I think has been really big from a, from a clinical standpoint for us. Well, there's always room for change. Always room for change. Absolutely. Thank you, Josh, for discussing the before for Team Impact. Let's discuss the between. So since you have been at Team Impact, how have you enjoyed collaborating with UMD athletic teams and student athletes? So, I'm sorry, can you repeat that question again? I, I, I misheard you there for a second. Since you have been a part of working with Team Impact and your partnership with UMD, 
how have you enjoyed collaborating with the athletic team and the student athletes? Gotcha. Yeah, no, I mean, it's been a, it's been a true pleasure. Like I said, Maryland was the first school in the country to, you know, come up with sort of like mutual goals that we, that we are going to, that we sort of agreed on together that here's how we're going to elevate this partnership and elevate both of our, our brands sort of alongside each other. And for us, that was big just, you know, to have a program like the Terps holding up Team Impact to say they're doing it right, um, you know, has been, has been huge. And then we've also been able to hold up the Terps and say, look, this is the example. This is, you know, this is what it means. This is the responsibility that comes with being a student athlete. This is, you know, what an athletic program in a, in a you know, big metropolitan area should, you know, should do for the community, right? And ultimately, our goal is to be embedded into the very fabric of college sports so that, like, when you go to school and you sign your letter of intent, you do it knowing that when you get there, you're going to help kids in, in the local children's hospitals through Team Impact. You know, like that's where we're going and Maryland's helping us sort of, you know, blaze that trail. Um, I think for, for me, there's so many things that the Terps are doing that have just aligned with what we do. Um, you know, the Maryland aid program, you know, the share the shell, you know, stuff that, that was happening. Like it's, it's all aligning. So the, you know, cause the other side of the coin for us is, you know, obviously helping kids with, with pediatric diagnoses is that's at sort of the core of our mission. But the other side of the coin is the student athlete development work that we do, right? And we have a, you know, we have a fellowship program of which we have several, several Maryland student athletes that are fellows. Um, and, you know, the, the idea is that we want to help student athletes be prepared for like when they graduate, they're going to go into the world and they're going to be the future leaders. And we want this experience to help prepare them to, you know, be the change that they want to see, right? To, they can impact the world. And, and you know, there, there's a platform that, that you have as a student athlete that I don't even know you realize when you're a freshman and you first get there, you know, and, and takes yeah. a little bit of time. And like, we want to empower student athletes to use that platform and use Team Impact to prepare them. And, it, and certainly we want them to champion Team Impact and, and help kids, but it's not limited to that, right? It's it's right. like we, we view the, the Team Impact vehicles as preparation for there's a lot of a lot of changes that I think we'd all like to see in the world, right? And there's a lot of work that we all that we can all do, and I think that this experience better prepares student athletes than any other experience they'll have, um, you know, out you know in college outside of their, their their sporting experience. And so that's you know that's where like Maryland has been such a perfect partner because there has been a prioritization of that student athlete development of just like we want to treat the whole child from a, from a medical standpoint, developing the entire athlete from a student athlete standpoint. And I know that's the commitment that Damon Evans has and, and from the top down, um, you know, and even just, you know, empowering your student athletes to take stands on social justice issues and on different, you know, different things that we've all been facing. Uh, Maryland's been out front and that's the kind of partner that we want to align with, you know, who, who isn't afraid to get out there and use the influence that, you have and so it's been a really um it's been a really cool you know experience just aligning in those areas and then working with the individual teams to to see their relationships develop with kids you know i was i was with the the softball team last week uh for lily batteries is uh is has been matched with their team for you know 
at least a year now, and but she hasn't been able to have a signing day because of COVID. We were able to have a signing day for her, and just watching that team, like you know, we, we she signed her letter of intent. It rained, so we had to bring her up to the to the athletic boardroom, um, up in the athletic suite, and. You know, so we joked that Lily was the athletic director for the day, um, and she, she got to sign her 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 letter of intent. And just like afterwards, they had a dance party. They put like Frozen on, and everyone was dancing with her. And like, and Lily uses a walker to get around, and that's huge for her. Like to get up and move around, and like, you know, and and even it was interesting because like we were, we had a whole bunch of people in the room, and everyone's watching her. And she she's you know a young girl. She got a little intimidated at first. And by the end, she's out there dancing with her teammates. Like, that's huge for a child's development, right? And it's just been such a joy watching the Terps do this. You know, they we had a signing day for Cal Taylor uh, with the football team a couple of weeks ago, and uh, you know, at the at the New Jones Hill House, which is just amazing, by the way. Um, and just you know, for him to get to go in there and tour that facility, and like, here's the cool thing is, you know, that's an impressive facility for any person to visit. He's a part of that team. That facility is, you know, is his. He's, he's just another member of the team, you know? And for a little yeah. kid who, you know, who's, who's battling different immune deficiencies, like, that is huge. And so to watch him, you know, be there and run around uh, with uh, Brian Cobb is his, is his good buddy. Is wide, I think he's a wide receiver on, uh, on the football team. And, and just... Uh, you know, just amazing to, to see that. And, you know, that's what this is about. It, you know, it's not about some sort of, like, templated spectacle that, like, here's what you're going to show up and see. You don't know what you're going to see because every team's different and every experience. Right. And that's what we love about it. And so to watch, you know, the, the Coach Loxley and everyone rally around and, you know, and, and they sang the, the – uh, I think it was the fight song that, that they sang. Yeah, the fight win. song. They sang the fight song. And here and Cal said, they only sing that when they win. And they sang it for me. Like, that's huge for a, chi- for, for a child's group, you know? And so, like, that's what Team Impact is all about. And that's why the Turks have been the perfect partners for us. You guys are making dreams come true. Yeah, we're trying. Making dreams come true. However, if you haven't visited the Jones Hill House, I will say sign up to tour. If you haven't heard anything about Marilyn Made, please check out our Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn accounts because we are all about that student development and you will hear more about Team Impact. All right. So you have already taken us to the before, the between. Now let's hear more about the beyond for Team Impact. What is on the Team Impact's agenda for this upcoming year, other than making sure that that main goal is signing uh, teams with new teammates? Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, it's cliche to say the sky is the limit, but things are happening so quickly for us right now that, you know, the, the, the goals are growing by the day. So obviously, yes, we want to match as many more kids with teams as we can. Um, you know, as hospitals get to a place where they can start to accept visitors and we haven't gotten there yet, where we're looking at ways to, to get student athletes, you know, in, into and involved with the hospitals more. You know, like that's something we want to, we want to bring sort of on our end of the partnership because we've got these great hospital relationships. Um, you know, I, I think 
the other thing that we're trying to do is we are in the in the dc area specifically that is our our number one area of, of sort of focus right now is, is we're going to be establishing a board in the in the community in the next in the next year and you know just to sort of you know build up that base of support you know we want just like there are terps fans out there we we are building a, a team impact fan base right and so you know doing a lot to build grassroots community support we're looking for people that want to get involved that want to you know support us you know i think that's something you i talk a lot about the clinical nature of our program and you know but we're, we're not billing patients for the service everything that we do is through is through philanthropic donations and and support from from people in the community who who value what we're doing and so you know that's important we want more people to know about what we're doing and and, and support us um you know but i i think some of that community engagement piece building sort of that grassroots support is, is a big thing that we're looking to do more with you know building around some of the maryland uh, events that are happening so we we've got some plans that are developing for you know the penn state game later on in, in november on november 6th i believe um, I've got got a call next week with some people in the athletic department, um, you know, because that's something where Penn State football team has a, has a team impact kid. Maryland has Cal on their football team. Last year we did a really cool video. We we brought the, them together virtually. They got to meet, and then Maryland's you know went up to to uh, State College and stomped all over Penn State, which I mean that was. <laughs> like a little painful for me but it was like it wasn't that painful because i'm becoming a bigger and bigger terps fan every day so um yeah so, like, so, so now we've been now we're, we're flipping it around and you know we've got you know penn state coming down and we're going to hopefully be able to bring these you know sawyer and cal together to meet in person and so like there's sort of like a part two to this and it's happening in college park and you know there's some opportunity to do some some community stuff hopefully around that game and trying to work out some of the details and, and promote team impact and promote what Maryland's doing and, and what Penn State's doing. We want to support, you know, all of our partners, obviously. Um, and so like, you know, that's, you know, I think the biggest thing is getting the community more involved with what we're doing. You know, it's like, we've got the teams, we've got the hospitals, you know, we've got supporters that have gotten us this far, but, but like, the way that we're truly going to become a national organization is by becoming more local, is by people in the College Park area, in the, in the D.C. area, in the DMV area, recognizing Team Impact as a local charity that's supporting local kids working with local college teams. Like, that's that's how you truly grow is you, you become a household name where people are like, oh, they're helping the kid down the street. That's awesome. You know, like, that's where we're trying to go. I think uh, we're also trying to build out our student athlete development program even more. So we have got our fellowship program and we've got some great fellows. Um, I think we have 80 fellows now around the country oh, wow. uh, from schools all over and it's become a competitive process and there's an interview process and, and you know, they we, we do a summit every year where we bring all the fellows together and sort of train them and then we work with the fellows on each campus to spread, you know, team impact and, and you know, also do some other good throughout the, throughout the year. Um, but we've been able to take the curriculum and expand on it and we're going to start offering it to members of the leadership teams on you know on each match team so a leadership team just to give some context is you know we work with the team but there's usually you know three to five points of contact on each team that they've agreed to be sort of like the members of what we call the leadership team 
And they're the ones that like make sure that that communication is continuing to happen, right? Between the child and the team. And, you know, and when it's off season and people start to spread, they make sure they're checking in. When there's an opportunity to pull the whole team in, they're the ones to help to coordinate that, right? And so we've got these leadership teams on every match team. And, you know, we want to start offering our student athlete development curriculum, you know, to them as well, not just to, not just to fellows, you know, the fellows is going to be a bigger thing. It'll be, you know, more expansive curriculum. Um, but we, you know, like I said, our, our mission, part of it is to, is to train the next generation of student athlete leaders. And so that means bringing more of our, our um, curriculum, which we are calling impact you. So that's our, our sort of student athlete development program is called impact you. And we're, we're doing that on more and more campuses. Um, around the country so that's something we were looking to do more with maryland in the coming year and um and you know i think i could go on and on we're we're doing some some cool stuff from a, a marketing and promotion standpoint um you know we're, we're getting into the sports properties space so like each you know you know schools like maryland work with play fly sports and, and there's other other schools that work with Learfield Sports and, and work on sort of promoting the brand. Um, we're we're you know working on, on partnerships in that space to allow us to sort of shine a brighter light on what the student athletes are doing and then get Team Impact's name out there more. So like there's a lot of cool things that we're doing, um, and you know the student athletes are going to be at the center of it because ultimately those are the stories. It's their stories we're trying to tell, right? And them and the kids and the relationships that they've formed. So. You know, super excited about those things this year. Awesome, Josh. I have learned so much about the before, the between, and the beyond. Do you have any anything else that you would like to tell us about Team Impact? I think, uh, you know, I, I will just say that, you know, <clears throat> Team Impact is something that everyone can be a part of. You know, it's not a, you don't have to be a student athlete. You don't have to be, you know, a family of a, of a sick child. You can, you know, you can be a fan of your alma mater and, and support what we're doing. You can, you know, be be someone who's an advocate for pediatric health care. You can be a student athlete that just, you know, if your team isn't matched, that we can make that happen for you. You know, I think it's something that we uh, we are in a unique space in that, you know, I think that Team Impact touches everyone's life in some way. You know, everyone knows a child who's been sick or a fan, you know, has a family that, um, you know, by extension, you know, someone who's in the hospital or, you know, someone that plays a sport somewhere or you went to school somewhere like, you know, we we touch, I think, everyone and we we just want to build that fan base, you know, and and I just I want to thank you know the University of Maryland for helping us, you know, build this the right way and for the student athletes for recognizing that there is a responsibility beyond just wins and losses as a student athlete right and you know that's that's pretty awesome that they're you know from the top down there's an athletic program that just gets it and so great super grateful for the partnership that we have with maryland um you know it's it's i was i was there for you know all day last thursday and it's just like you just First of all, I like being in college sports atmospheres because I just I'm used to that. That's where I've been, and so I just feel I feel at home there. But like even just talking to the different administrators and people, it's like Team Impact has truly become a part of your culture. You know, Terp student athletes are Team Impact athletes, and vice versa, and that's really cool. Right. And so I just want to thank everyone for that. I want to thank you for what you're doing. 
you know, and, and with Maryland Made and helping us sort of coordinate this and grow this and, um, you know, just really excited for possibilities for the future. Awesome. I am looking forward to continuing helping out as much as I can with this partnership. Just want to roll back on a little thing that you did mention. You said you wanted to get everyone in the community, whether you know you're not an alum or you're not a teammate. How, if I just live in the community of Maryland, how can I get involved? Like, where do I go? Uh, and like, what are those steps? Like, I, I've just learned, you know, I've just listened to the podcast. I just want to be interested and involved, but I don't know where to go. Yeah, no, thank you so much. I, sh I should be mentioning this right out of the gate. So I appreciate you. <laughs> um, no, I mean, you should go to our website, www.teamimpact.org. I think, you know, that's, you can see the teams that we have matched. You can learn more about the program. You can refer or sign up a child. Um, you know, if you're a team, you can sign up for our wait list and we'll, we'll contact you and get that process started. Um, and you can, if you want to just support what we're doing, you can, you can go on there and donate. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, um, at go team impact, uh, is, is our handle. And, um, you know, it's follow, follow along. There, I promise you, there's, if you, if you get on social media, you'll see something that, that inspires you every day. And, uh, and it's, it's pretty cool. So definitely check out our website. Um, if you, uh, and if you have any, any questions, you know, definitely feel free to email, email me. My email is jwalker at teamimpact.org. And, uh, I would be happy to set up a call, talk to you, tell you about what we're doing, um, and tell you more about what the Terps are doing. Cause we we sure are grateful. Oh, yeah. We are excited to continue this partnership in this Penn State game. Who are you rooting for, Maryland or Penn State? I'm rooting for the kids. The kids. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. All right. Thank you so much, Josh Walker, everyone. He is the Regional Executive Director for Mid-Atlantic at Team Impact. He has given you the before, the between, and the beyond. If you all have any questions, you can contact me, Sydney Strong. My email is sstrong3 at umd.edu. And you can find me in the athletic department directory. Thanks. Have a good day. Thank you.